What is up, everybody, and welcome into the Winner's Lounge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, I can get used to this, huh? Man, what a game. Oh, the best game of the night? Yeah. Uh, uh, that was the best. I mean, man, down to the wire, you guys? People, I will say, people were loud in the bar. People were weird so times loud in the basketball very weird game. Times they were loud. Randomly. Nuggets get the win over the Detroit Pistons. Are the Pistons good? No. Was this win good? No. But it was a win, and we are in the Winner's Lounge. We will take it. Uh, 117-111, Nikola Jokic completely dominates. DeMarcus Cousins makes his debut. The new look bench has some interesting things. <laughs> no shortage of storylines for us to get to and to talk about those things. I got my good friend, D-Line Co. Oh, man, you caught me off guard with that intro. <laughs> Didn't know what I, I was thought about. for sure you were going to someone else after that. Uh, <laughs> here I am, guys. I knew it was going to happen because why? They lost the last game. I think I'm going to skip next game. <laughs> God, man. There's no way they lose this next game. Uh, I've also got Brennan Vogt in the house. He's uh, more bubbly than Eric. Having a great night uh, because we got to watch three all-time performances from Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, and Nikola Jokic. Just three great quarterback performances today. If you had, um, if you had to rank them, how would you rank them? Jokic first, of course. Probably yeah, just other because, I don't really care about, to be honest. Just because of the circumstances, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, off, right? yeah, January game, game Detroit, two tied for you gotta, irrelevant. You got to get that one, and he did. Um, man, you guys, Jokic on a tear. Uh, the whole season, really, his career. It's just been a, <laughs> been a great a stretch. <laughs> so 34-9-8-2-1, arguably his worst line in the last six games. Not even arguably. I think I think inarguably. Yeah. His worst his worst stat line, at least, uh, over this one's Already? Wow. Wow. We're gonna, so we're not even gonna, you're not even going to let us like tease it for a this little bit? Like, hey, 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 that's good producing. Usually we he like to stat, we'll tease. We'll be like, who's king of the game? We don't. All right. <laughs> DraftKings Sportsbook, king of the game is Jokic. 34 points, 9 rebounds, 8 assists. Literally did everything. <laughs> the The timing of the king of the, gra- king of the game graphic is directly relevant to how quickly Kale had it made. That's so true. As soon as he yeah, had it ready, ready to go. <laughs> we so salute true. him for it. We were joking. We were like, you know, Zeke Naji played pretty good tonight. <laughs> it's like, we are, all right, come on. We're not doing this thing. Uh, let's start with Yoke, guys. Um... I'm, I'm going to read you off, and I just did this actually on Twitter, so I'm going to read you guys my tweets. This is great. Good oh, man. Here. Nikola Jokic <laughs> over the last five games. Actually, you know what? I'm going to change up my uh, – I'm going to start and go the entire homestand because this was a six-game homestand. I should have – my tweet sucks now that I realized I should have just done the what whole homestand. now, first off? <laughs> 20 points, eight rebounds, seven assists in 28 minutes. If you guys remember, the Nuggets won by 32, so he didn't oh, play the right. fourth quarter of that game. So his stats kind of sucked, 28 and seven. He followed that up with 17, 12, and 13. Also, another game he only played uh, 28 minutes. 25, 15, and 14 the next game. That's a triple-double, monster triple-double. 14 assists triple-double. This is arguably the greatest statistical game of his career. 49 points, 14 rebounds, and 10. Man, I got an echo going on in here. What's going on here? What's going on? There it is. Uh, 26, 11, and 12. And then tonight, 34, 9, and 8. Guys, he has not shot below 50% on any game during this homestand. In fact, his worst shooting night was 56%. And he had four triple-doubles out of six games. D-line, I'm, I have a hard time grading Jokic night in, night out because you go, all right, like I guess it's an A-plus, but he gets better than, you know what I mean? Like yep. Every night he's very good, but what's his best? This homestand is an A-plus, even by his current standard. Jokic is on a roll. I know. You need to be like a tiger mom with uh, Jokic and just... 
criticize him harshly, <laughs> even when he does, even when he succeeds, to make sure that you push him to his ultimate limit. But then his self-esteem is destroyed in the end. But all the same, <laughs> then he's a dentist. My, my only critique, Wait, I, the, I, the only critique I have of Yoke really over the stretch is that he didn't get the ball more, and that's not even a critique of him. It's his, not even his yeah. fault. Like. Honestly, he was limited. Those numbers should have been higher. It's just the team sometimes struggles to get him the ball. I mean, honestly, this is some of the best basketball we've seen him play. I honestly believe this. I think it's some of the best basketball we've seen in his career, the stretch. I think he's at the highest level he's ever been, D-Line. He's just uh, – the thing is, is that it's so uh, – this does not feel to me like the most spectacular basketball of his career because I'm like – there's been the there's only been the one game where I was like, holy shit. Really? Uh, the Clippers yeah, game? the Clippers game when he was when I was like, man, this is the baddest dude. The other games are just like so like, he's just so dominant, but in a way that's just uh, steady. Uh, he's like the ocean, like he just is, keeps smashing. You can't fight him back. But like, there have been moments where no, man, he feels like, I, I mean, I I know you're looking at the numbers, but no, having no, no, watched no. the games, like I was like, I've not been struck uh, by like the dominance of Jokic, even though it's there, like. I think my opinion of this, the twenty, the Utah game, he went 25, 15, and 14, and I remember thinking he was like, God, it's just that he was a plus five in that game. They lost by 23. So yeah. I think it disguised the fact Potentially, that, yeah. But, I mean, he they won the minutes he was on the court. It's just that it was so bad whenever the he stepped La- off. But the Lakers game, he dominated to the point where he didn't have to play that much, right? So, yeah, exactly. The Lakers I mean, game actually was a pretty big ass. Like Dwight Howard, remember he was going at Dwight yes. there and kind of played him off. In fact, Dwight ended up getting taken out the game. Um, so I don't know, man. Like you're right that the, I think what it, what, I think what is happening here. I'm trying to read your psychology here. I think what happened was that Clippers game really was like the most aggressive, the most fu we've ever seen. For sure. So that the other games almost are less than compare, but they're actually historically great. I under, I know what you mean. I just I, I mean like I spectacular meaning like. It didn't feel like a show in the same way. Like this Clippers game felt. There are times when Jokic just like goes off and just goes to another level and just makes the other team feel like they have no shot. This is like the team is so heavily reliant on him during this stretch that he delivers in ways that are. I mean, it's not that they're not impactful, and I'm not trying to argue against Jokic being the greatest player on earth. I just mean like there have been other stretches I've been more that have felt more spectacular to me. Vote, are you as completely unimpressed as Eric is with Jokic? <laughs> no, Do you I also hit Jokic. Or is to it me, just, I think right just now. Eric. I mean, I recognize that doing anything in the playoffs is going to count more or whatever, but just I think as as like infallible as he's ever looked right now. Yeah. In fact, in fact, the two ways to stop him are to do everything you can to just not let him get to the ball to the point where you will literally leave other people, other players by 10 feet Yeah. or just foul the shit out of them and maybe they won't call it. And that's it. Those are your only two options left. And if you don't do that, he will crush you. Yep. Detroit didn't commit to doubles tonight. There was some late help every every nap here and there, especially at the end of the third. But for the most part, they did not touch Jokic the second he touched the ball. And I felt like he could have scored 100 effing points. He is... uh, Dude, it... This... I've overused this, but it is the, the the scene from the end of the Matrix where he looks down the hallway, he sees the agents, and all of a sudden it's in the code, and he right. realizes there's nothing I can't do. Right. That's how Jokic is playing the game of basketball right now. <laughs> so it's, you have a great like, prediction. Oh, it's Trey Lyles. Yeah, it's Trey Lyles, <laughs> our old friend. Uh, you had a great prediction about Isaiah Stewart because Isaiah Stewart goes 8 of 8 tonight, and, uh, you know, he battled Yoke. Like, the thing you love about Isaiah Stewart is he just plays hard, man. That guy's a dog. He is not afraid. He'll go at you. 
you want to share your prediction, Vice Stewart? <laughs> what that have? he was going to maybe get off to a good start and then overplay him a little no, bit? No, 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 no. You already forgot your best take. It's that he's going to pull a Mitchell Robinson, and he's probably going to be interviewed oh, tonight oh. after the game about going against Yoke. Oh, yeah, you can I don't know what's so that, special about uh, him. I don't feel like he did anything No, good. I felt like I played great defense. He just, you know, he just knocked yeah, him down. Yeah, so th- remember Mitchell Robinson got cooked and was like, I don't think he's that special. I like, I could see, you could see Isaiah Stewart not really realizing that he was just getting cooked tonight. That's true. I forgot like, my own oh, tape. I battled, too. Did you guys not see? I had some lips. <laughs> I was eight. I'm not right, trying to worry about I'm not yeah. sweating either. So uh, we got that over here. Um, <laughs> Yoke got to the foul line ten times. I felt like he probably should have got 16, 17, 18, but hey, 10 is still more than his average. Dude, dude, so. 10, when you said 10, my heart leapt. That's a cr- <laughs> double-digit foul attempts for Yokes. It, it's like a, all that, that's a dub, dub, dub. Yes, he needed every one of them. What a, This game, man. Now the road trip, and, it, and it'll be so curious to see. I mean, we're going to spend a lot of time talking about it, but that was a homestand that was a get-right homestand, kind of getting a groove, and I think unsurprisingly, Jokic played you know, some great ball. But another thing, and we talked about this once, I think, sometime earlier in the week, I think another reason Jokic is playing so well over this stretch is that he finally has back Will Barton, Monte Morris. Uh, tonight he didn't have Jeff Green. Maybe the reason he didn't get a triple-double tonight, no Jeff Green. So you actually take one piece of the cog out. You, give him, you give him Austin Rivers. Who, who like, won't is, shoot the ball. Yeah, so like maybe it was, you know, one of, although he did come in clutch down the, down, down the stretch. So got to back off Austin Rivers' slander for a little bit. He came up clutch at the end. But, <laughs> you know, you give him all of the guys that, you know, best suit him, and all of a sudden, next thing you know, he's he's going off. I really think there's something to it, and it makes me excited for when Jamal Murray and or Michael Porter Jr. return. You think, my God, if he's doing this with these guys, yeah. what's he going to do with them? I too am excited for Jamal Murray to return. You are? Yes, based on Jokic stats. <laughs> You're feisty tonight. <laughs> You're really feisty. Well, listen, I uh, I'm just sick of you guys. So <laughs> I, I am I am dying to know though. Like, what does this version of Jokic look like? If teams can't simply triple team him, I mean, what does it look like? Right. I really want to know. Dude, it's gonna and be out of control. It's, it's true. I mean, you want to temper expectations for the guys returning, but it will happen at some point this season. It will look different. I think the most LeBron team of all time was the 2016 Cavs because they had spacing everywhere. And they had a secondary ball creator, you know, with uh, Kyrie Irving. But they had shooters everywhere. You even remember uh, Channing Frye out there, Kevin Love. You got uh, even Richard Jefferson was a good floor spacer. Kyle Korver. They just had shooters everywhere. And as a result, LeBron put up his ridiculously historic numbers. So I think similar things are true of Yoke of, like, right now, man, if you could just give him a little bit more shooting, I think he just, like, goes out and does 17-point quarters on the regular just because he's yeah. like, yeah, what are you guys going to do? You're not going to double? You're going to absolutely suffer. The next thing that I think was most interesting about this game, besides the bench, which we're going to get to, but I almost think we need a whole segment for DeMarcus Cousins, his debut, all this sure. that. But to set the table on that, there was another change besides DeMarcus Cousins playing tonight that I thought was very interesting, and that was that Michael Malone yeah. swapped Will Barton and Monte Morris's roles. Usually, Will Barton is the one who goes to the bench early, and, and you know then he is tasked with trying to carry the bench. Tonight it was flipped. And here's a weird thing where I want to go with it. Monte Morris had a bad game tonight. Four points, two rebounds, seven assists, so he got the assist job done, only one turnover, but he goes one of nine shooting. Now, I think the Nuggets, I I, I tweeted this out, Monte Morris right now, this version of him, might be the most important Nugget besides Jokic in terms of, you look at, did they win, did they lose? Well, let me see, how did Monte do? Did he score the basket as as that guy in the pick and roll? You switch it up and he has a bad game. 
Are you how do you kind of grade this new rotation? And in particular, do you think it had an effect on Monte, or is it just he missed shots tonight? It could have. I'm eager to. I'm going to rewatch that at that portion for this reason because he comes in and then it's Faku on the floor with him and mm-hmm. not Reed, which is really interesting. Right. And by the way, I'm curious if Reed was on track to get in this game at all before Barton picked up his third foul and then Reed comes right. in. But we can get to that. But it was Monte Faku next to each other, which feels like something you can and probably should avoid. I would have to rewatch that. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? I don't remember the spacing being drastically different or whatever. Maybe Monte just missed shots, but that's a good point. It did seem like uh, just anecdotally, um, Monte was kind of rushing a little bit. Like he was put into a position that maybe he is not that comfortable with. Um, like some mid ranges that were sort of at the end of the shot clock. He was sort of rushing into him. Just, he didn't look like that comfortable so i you know i i didn't think about it at the time but now that you mentioned that that actually makes a lot of sense it's just interesting sometimes when you take somebody i mean we remember this with pj dozier pj dozier and Jokic. it's like man this guy looks like a Jokic player this or that you put him in a lineup that doesn't make sense he looks awful yeah maybe monte morris is a little bit more you know and it also maybe it gives you a little bit of a hint <laughs> actually here's a good theory you want to put a tinfoil hat on cue the tinfoil hat here kale <laughs> tinfoil hat maybe just maybe Michael Malone is thinking, you know, Jamal Murray's coming back here pretty quick. We need to get Monte used to playing with the bench. Oh, wow. We got to get him back there because you know what? Oh. We need to. Oh, I got a ten, I got an actual literal. That's tin exciting. Hat. There it is. Let's mic check me on that. Hey, you guys. Come in here. I got a. Oh, uh, you look. I you think, look. Uh, like you shouldn't be allowed in your children. You, 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 <laughs> you know what it looks like? It looks like you went to a high-end restaurant that sends your <laughs> leftovers home look dressed up like a stingray or there something. There you go. <laughs> <Guys>. <laughs> Did I hate when that happened? What do you guys think of this this theory? I think uh, I think Murray's coming back soon. They're trying to get him get him used to the bench. I love it. Uh, I don't. What's the argument against that? That's exactly what's happening. I mean, the argument against it is it's happened one game and there's a new second lineup, so it's probably that. But who knows, dude? We can't delve into this take. We, neither of us are. Neither of our brains are protected by tinfoil. You, you <laughs> alone right. have to. Oh wow, <laughs> Jamal Murray tonight. I, I was told did not do, go through a workout. Oh, he's in pro, COVID protocols. That's right. That's why That's he right. wasn't there. Yeah. yeah, he had to enter the COVID protocols. <laughs> um, His hat. Yeah. It, it looks as though it's been run over. It's probably it has been run over. It's wider than it is. It's not a great hat anymore. It had its day, but it's, uh, it's a little disheveled. Um, anyway, Monte Morris to me is a guy that I that I I just think he's like a control. When you see him and he plays well, usually the Nuggets played well. When he plays poorly, they don't. Interesting, somebody brought this up to me on Twitter. Next game at Detroit. Well, that's where Monte's from, right? He's from Michigan. So uh, that's always a game where he has a lot of family in town. So if ever there was a bounce back, get right game, uh, I think it'll be that. He's been good, too. So Uh, any final thoughts on Jokic or Monte before we hit our first break? Um, Well, just one thing about Monte that I think it's been about two months since he or Will stayed in front of anyone on the perimeter. And Corey Joseph was murdering him. Murdering him. Shout out Will for that switch end. and steal at the end. But you are right, I think, about Monte's role within the offense. I do think, though, one issue right now for me that we've almost just sort of take, like come to accept is just how bad this defense has been. And I really am looking at Monte and Will first and foremost to step it up. And I just don't know if we see them step it up in the roles that they're in. So excited about the idea of Monte going back to the bench because that's where he should be. Dude, this can we are we gonna mention the like the game itself, the overall arc of this ridiculous game? What is the arc? 
just the furious and improbable and ridiculous comeback that Detroit mounted in the yeah, fourth they quarter did mount it. when they were up. The Nuggets were up by 15 points, and then all of a sudden Detroit could not miss a three-pointer, regardless who was shooting. Corey Joseph, Cade Cunningham, who... What is going on? Lens, <laughs> is this you? We are suddenly at a quinceanera. Um, but, like, I... It, it's just, uh, I don't know what it is about the Nuggets <laughs> right now. Is like, because you cracked the jalapeno uh, that's exactly ranch what it is. rider? Yeah. Yeah. Um, crazy game. Uh, I don't really understand what's happening. The Nuggets are confusing. The NBA is confusing. No one on the set or upstairs is paying attention to what I'm saying. No one is acknowledging they're on a show anymore. There are thousands of people watching us, and I'm the only one engaged. That's so true. Uh, it's very distracting. That's all I'm saying. It's very distracting. It is really distracting. It's like really I'm, distracting. I'm hearing it, too. I'm just, uh, I'm a, I, I, am I the only professional on this goddamn panel? You might be. You might be. Uh, I've long said that about You me. made quick reference. You made quick We've long said you one. Uh, you made quick reference to this, but you know Monte was really struggling with Corey Joseph. He got Corey Joseph got it cooking a little bit there for a short stretch, right as his clutch time, tie game or you know two point game, and Will Barton pushed him off. Basically said, "Switch, I got him. He's yep. scoring every time. Let me shut him down." Gets the steal. Might have been the play of the game, honestly. The single. If there was one play, that's like that was probably it. So we'll talk about Will Barton in the next segment. After we talk about the bench and after we hit our first break. Whether you're at a quinceanera, the DNVR bar, or just watching the Nuggets at home, you're going to want to do it with the Mile High City Copper Lager. That's the Denver Nuggets-themed beer (laughs) and can from Breckenridge Brewery. Real cerveza. Yeah, you're sweet. If it's your 15th birthday, (laughs) you cannot have it. If you're stuck at someone else's 15-year-old birthday, you probably should. Uh, If you're not sure where to find Mile High City Copper Lager, try the Breck Beer Locator. It's a sick tool. Um... It's pretty straightforward. You, it tells you where to find the beer. So just look at that. Look for that. If you want to order boo, uh, booze or food from the farmhouse, you can. Call 303-803-1380 from 12 p.m. 8 p.m. for pickup. And when you do, use code DNVR to save $5. Dude, they have a cornbread there. Breckery Spray, the official Eat beer cornbread. of DNVR. Damn good beer. Check them out. And then, of course, if you went to any of our tailgates Bronco season, you saw or tasted or smelled Sexy pizza. Oh, and you probably got hugged by me, whether you wanted it or not. That's That part I can confirm. Just kidding. No one wanted. <laughs> now, you might be wondering to yourself, what is sexy pizza? Uh, well, it is a pizza place, so that's a good That's good. That's good. a good start. And then from there, they also have signature philanthropies. They're Colorado, baby. They're local. So when you order one of those philanthropies, a portion of the proceeds will go to one of various non-profits across your great state of Colorado. So, uh, Sexy Pizza, check them out. By the way, if you want to know how Sexy Pizza can cater your event, uh, Google their website, because I didn't open the read. (laughs) Sexy.pizza. How do you forget Sexy.pizza? Did you really forget Sexy.pizza? What is this? What is happening? (laughs) You sit up on the floor I never asked to do reads. You you guys decide every night. Brendan's like, who was that guy at a good game? Uh, Jokic? What is that? Uh, all right, here we go. Back here, second Sexy segment here. Pizza. Guys, I have a great announcement, a very exciting announcement. Kale, go ahead and throw this on the screen. You guys, we haven't done this for two years. For two years was the last time we had a live podcast show, and we are oh. doing it next Saturday, less than a week. We are doing the Goaties 2021. We're looking back at the year 2021. It was a year that happened. A year that happened. A year that <laughs> happened. It is a year that happened. And we're going to look back at the highs, the lows, the mediums. Uh, all of the things in between. It's going to be fun. So if you don't know, a live show 
it's like uh we're gonna have people on if you're in the audience you get to come on up and debate eric at certain point yeah, we're gonna have it, you losers we're gonna have an, a live online with d-line little segment here yeah click it you losers yeah, so you guys if you ever wanted to be on online Trump with d-line <laughs> mark it in your calendars Just next never. saturday six o'clock we're gonna get here doing the fan vote we're gonna have like photo but we're gonna have some fun stuff uh and then of course we're going to hand out the awards for newcomer of the year team of the year player of the year moment of the year Game of the year. Let me just go through. I can't remember what the other one was. But athlete one other of the year, Yoke. Uh, team of the year, Nuggets. Uh, Yoke's better win athlete of the year. Game of the year. One of, any of the Nuggets games, picked them. Yeah, they were all great. <laughs> um, so put that in your calendars, guys. We'll be doing that on Saturday. Uh, there's no Nuggets game, so you, you're safe. Um, all right, let's get in. DeMarcus Cousins, guys, made his Denver Nuggets debut. And how weird is that to say? Yo, it was really weird to watch, for sure. Um, a lot of conflicting emotions inside old Eric. Uh, when he first came on, I was like, oh, sick. This is cool. Like, how fun. Like, now, who he who was once my enemy is now my friend. And then he, made, he like, missed every shot. And he, had, he had an air ball the first play. Ball Two for missed free throws right after. <laughs> missed layup. And, I was, and, I, and then he started, like, pouting like he does. And I was like, oh, my God. I'm like, what has this season turned me into? Who am I? I don't know. I don't know. I missed the vibes there. Remember when Eric was the vibes master? How do I? Dude. You've had conflicted vibes all You've year, bro. You've had very conflicted vibes all I, year, I man. like your vibes tonight, I, to you be know, clear. But you, you, have, guys, you have them We love there. you for who you are. We just wish you were the old you. Yeah. Because <laughs> we love that one more. more. Everyone, everyone in the chat spends all day talking about how great my vibes are. On the show, well, all I get Lindsay, well, we know you better than <laughs> Vibes are a little weird. So. His vibe's a little weird. I mean, come on. They're a little weird. That's t- typical of him to have weird vibes. But, chat, would you rate my vibes? <laughs> one to ten, please. Uh, vote. How do you analyze the uh, debut of one Boogie Cousins? Kind of weird. Um, first of all, what a characteristically grumpy man. I've, he does have he a, looked a miserable. He yeah. has his I don't know him, so I'm not commenting on his character or personality or anything. Yeah. But just you hear so much about Boogie. He looked miserable from start to finish. Uh, but there was a positive effect from Boogie being on the floor before he even started playing well. He was not playing well in that first stint, and you just went, huh. That's a center. Like, he was appropriately sized. He set some mean screens to the point where Scott Hastings went full Rudy Gobert appreciator on the broadcast. We got a lot of screen assist talk tonight. Don't know if we should rebrand as a screen assist community, but... We have got nothing left. It was fun to watch DeMarcus We'll take any uh, tub we can get, no matter how small. We'll turn full Utah Jazz if we have to. But the bench looked good with him, honestly. It it was nice to see an appropriately sized man with the bench. Yeah. I, I agree with that part. If you look at the stats, if I look at the stats, two points. I'm sorry. Six rebounds, one assist, one of seven shooting, 0 of three, and a team worst minus four. So if you look at that, you go, man, he didn't have that good of a debut. But I'm with vote on this one. Yeah. I think just having a large-bodied person out there was meaningful. Yes. You know, like he just looked like a large-bodied guy. And here's another thing. I thought Zeke Naji had a very good game tonight. Yep. And I don't think it's a total coincidence that it happened when he was the second biggest guy on his team rather than the biggest guy. I think that's actually meant right. something for him. Um, so to me, I'm actually excited with DeMarcus Cousins. I think this was about as bad as he could shoot. Right. I don't think he'll shoot one of seven no, every night. Not. And so that was like get the jitters out of the way. And, and, and you know, he provides something. I think I look at this as his Bryn Forbes game where the last yeah, game Bryn Forbes was... Yeah. Uh, pretty rough, uh, pushing, pressing pretty hard, and then tonight he looked really good. So I, I, I mean, I definitely Boogie's a great player, you know, like really typical, skilled man, super skilled. He looks, you know, like he looks 
pretty slow. He looked pretty slow tonight. Like, yeah. I think there, you know, there's been some time off, and we've heard that he's had a lingering uh, calf issue. So, not to mention. Also, real real injuries too. Like you're right, he has lingering current ones, but he's also coming off an Achilles. Like, yeah. guys just usually aren't as spry when they're 30s. Yeah. And but I mean, we we noticed that downstairs too, just talking about like Zeke in the role of a four as opposed to an undersized five, actually getting in, being able to battle for rebounds when who he's up against is not a guy like that's one and a half times its size. Like right. he looked a lot more aggressive. He looked like a lot more right. tenacious. Strong agree. He was tenacious. Six yeah. rebounds in, in fewer than 12 minutes off the bench. And I think, I think it was our guy Walter that threw this in the comments is a great point. When Boogie was in position and a ball came his way, were you holding his breath for him to get the rebound? Or were you just like, oh, that's a rebound? Right, right. And yeah. there's been a lot of the former prior to his arrival this season. You're talking about Boogie. He's talking about Zeke. But I'm going to keep going with Zeke here because oh, I sorry, think yeah, that's all right. It, it, we're talking about them in context of each other. Yep. Zeke tonight goes 5-5, five of 2-2 five, two two from the three-point line. By the way, his three. I said this earlier on. One of the things I like about Zeke Naji's three-point shooting is his willingness to shoot. He shoots like the shots he has are good shots because he's such a good shooter, but they're not necessarily wide open. They're like guys close out sure. on him like a big. Most bigs won't shoot if you just close out on him. But he's like, no, I'm going up with it. And he hits those ones tonight. He, of course, goes two of two, five of five from the field. And he looked to me like he looked bigger than he has, I think, at all this whole season, in large part because he was going up against Trey Lyles, who, by the way, Kind of has some Zeke Naji energy to them. They're very similar <laughs> players. Like in some Do way. we think Trey plays the keyboard? It's oh, possible. yeah, not, not the piano, the keyboard. The keyboard. No, but yeah. I do remember one time Trey Lyles on his Instagram stories. He was building a model pl airplane or yep, something. That's and some I, big and Zeke I remember energy. Just being like, yep. wow, that's big Zeke energy. I'll bet, yeah, that's big Zeke Naji energy. <laughs> that's true. Like, cool. <laughs> Not ragged on him. I'm just saying it's like, wow, I didn't expect that one. Uh, very different from Will Barton's Instagram story updates. Very different. Very <laughs> both different. include models. <laughs> both models. They do that's not right. both include airplanes. <laughs> Let's go. Zeke Naji was very they good tonight. They do both include airplanes. Again, different. Uh, Bryn Forbes, Dude, as you mentioned, fine. Eric was also very good tonight. Four of nine from the field. He gets twelve points. One rebound. I don't think here. I don't think Bryn Forbes is a stats guy. <laughs> Points, and I don't know that you yeah. look like at rebounds or assists. Those just like happen. Yes. Um, in fact, actually, now that I think of it, his one rebound was actually a pretty good rebound. Now that I remember it, it yeah. was pretty battled. Um, but he shot the ball well tonight. He didn't shoot the ball thirteen times, which is also kind of a plus. Although he did get up nine of them. What do you think? Uh, I'll start with you this time. Vote. Bryn Forbes. I liked the way he played. He finally knocked those floaters down, so that was a relief. I didn't know if we were going to get a full Gary Harris oh, adventure again. <laughs> Gary Harris used to be great at those, and then he started doing like the like weird leg movements the and push stuff, pushing them, and you're like, well, what well, is going on? We should check in on his floater percentages this year because it is a contract year. <laughs> That's right. Um, but no, there was one. So he only goes two of five from three. One of those was just a like a pure catch and shoot opportunity, and. Even though we haven't seen Bryn sort of get hot yet, I still was like, oh, that's in. Like, circle of trust right. shot right there. In a way, we have not seen with a lot of these open wing threes. I, I like this addition so far. Again, he's not going to help you get any stops. That group wasn't getting stopped at, on anyone anyway. So adding a little offense is so fine true. by me. And uh, I, I, like, I like to see Forbes out there. I do. A funny Forbes moment, Eric, was when he ch in the second half, when because his minutes overlap with Yoke just a little bit. Mm-hmm. They double yoke in the post. 
find Bryn Forbes wide open at the, like they, somehow the rotation didn't meet Bryn Forbes and he it was like nothing but net super confident wide open and you're like oh yeah that's nice a knockdown guaranteed make for a wide open three it was it was nice it was yeah to actually to do that thing where you're like oh right yeah, and actually right. be rewarded as opposed yeah. to it just being like no you're like oh Detroit you idiots what are you doing <laughs> leaving him open and uh you know that was the lock of the night. Bryn Forbes threes. Hey, Let's we go. made a little money there, didn't Let's we? Let's go. We, um, you know that that is the. I think that tonight was the Bryn Forbes that was advertised. Like what we expected to get. Uh, he looked really comfortable, really competent. He never really seen. He didn't like really get burned on defense more than maybe once or twice that I remember. Um, so I thought. I mean, I thought it was great. Like it felt like a really positive addition. The bench. In general, like tonight was like a great bench night, uh, comparatively speaking to what we've been given. You start like, and the best part about it, it was it was because not just uh, like one individual transcendent performance. It was like the structure of the bench actually made sense yeah. for the first time in a very long time. Having that backup center, having a two yeah. that can like really light it up, um, Faku in there a little bit, uh, running the show in a way that like was super positive and right. wasn't like. We were just reliant on him to be something that he can't be. Right. Uh, I, I don't think it's a, a coincidence, uh, not just because it was a sub 500 team, but Faku had a good game. Yeah, he did. Um, and I think a lot, it's just, you know, a lot of professional sports is just situation. The situation you're put in, specifically when you're a basketball player, you have to rely really heavily on the other four players on the, the floor with you. Um, unless you're Jokic, you can just do whatever you want. But um, it just, it, it's nice when you see something that is just bigger than somebody going into God mode. So let me ask this. I'll start with you, Eric. Is Dave Von Reed a good three-point shooter? He was two of two tonight. Two of three. Two of three tonight. He is a, he's a surprising three-point shooter. <laughs> I would say that, too. Well said. He is, uh, he's like, he's Tory Craig. Man, it's a pure I, stroke, I, though. I, I, it's a yeah, I don't know. Stroke. I feel like that's an insult. Oh, I didn't mean it in this one. I just mean, like, Tory Craig would, like, knock down a three sometimes, and you're like, oh, okay. Like, but when Davon shoots it, I'm not like, count it. I'm like, mm, and then See, it goes in. Tory Craig would have nights where he'd be like four for four, three for three, four for four, and all of them look gross. And you're like, no way. And they would go in. I I, I can't tell. I honestly don't know if Davon Reed's a good shooter. I can't so figure it out. He might be a good shooter at this low volume. So it's 1.7 right. attempts per game right now, and he's up to 41% on the year. Now, typically, when a guy's shooting that well on that few attempts, you say, hey, let's push it up and see what you can do. I don't know if Reed is a high-volume shooter, nor do you want him to be necessarily. But I'll tell you right now, if he's open from the corner, someone finds him, I will take that result of a possession. It's interesting you phrase it that exact way. Because tonight, he was in the corner, and Yoke for foregoed the offense to say, no, I'm throwing Do you remember this play I where do. he like rocketed it right to him? I do. It was almost like, shoot it, and he shot it and made it. And I was kind of like, I wonder if, Yoke, if he's in Jokic's circle of trust of like, hey – because Yoke was doing whatever he wanted tonight. You could run pick and roll, get in the post, and he would score. But he's like, no, you take this one. He called his yeah. number. Davon, to me, just strikes me as just the most solid player on the Nuggets. Like, he just kind of, <laughs> like, he, he kind of, like, does what is required. But I don't know, like, if you ask me specifically, like, what his best skill is, I don't know that I could answer it. Yeah. Like, what do you think his best skill is? <laughs> You're right. You're right. Right? He's just, yeah, like, I don't depend know. Yeah. dependable. De defense. It's defense. But yeah, I don't think it is defense. It's I really being, don't. Being dependable. He, I'll tell you what, it's funny you brought up the Craig thing because I like him much more as a Jokic ball player than yeah, Torrey. Interesting. I you really feel do. the same way? Maybe it's because Malone doesn't. Malone, yeah. Faku, Torrey was Malone's yeah, old yeah, Faku, yeah, 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 so for sure. it's not quite the same. Do you same. feel that way, that you like him more than Torrey? 
Tori was pretty beloved, you know? Well, I, we don't have much history with Davon. I like, I do like him. Yeah. I do like, Tori Craig was, it's funny because now that he's not on the team, people were in like, it seemed like he might be available. Everyone's like, everyone's like, bring him back. But like last year, everyone's like, get him off the phone. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. Like he's definitely, he just feels like he's that archetype of player where it's just like, he's maybe not as reliable on defense all the time. Although he shut down LeBron James. That was incredible. He maybe is not the greatest three point shooter, but he was two of three tonight. Right. He maybe not be, uh, you know, like an <laughs> offensive weapon. It just depends on the night with him. He's got a full range of, or a full assortment of skills, but it just, they don't, they don't always come together, but one of them seems to arrive. Davon Reed might just be awesome. We're like, we're not sure if he's a good defender, although he did lock up LeBron James. Uh, we're not sure if he's a good three-point shooter, but he is shooting 41%. Yeah, he's kind of into like, just playing just, Davon Reed. Actually, maybe more. it's just awesome. Yeah. So now the last guy we haven't <laughs> talked about, the lightning rod of controversy is the Tiny King himself, Facundo Campazzo. Who? Facundo Campazzo. Who? Tonight goes four of, I'm not going to say it another time, four of six from the field, gets nine points, three assists, two steals, as he always does. Now here's what's interesting. We've talked about Faku. How do you build a lineup with them? There's two things you're going to need. A big that has rolls to the rim and has the gravity at the rim, and you're going to need shooting. Well, if you look at it, Bryn Forbes, shooter, absolutely. Yeah. Zeke Naji, shooter, I'm ready to call it, absolutely, especially yeah. as a four. Sure. Davon Reed's the swing guy. We're not sure yet, but he's knocking <laughs> down threes. DeMarcus Cousins is not a rim roll. He's not the ideal one. You'd rather have a lob threat. But as we saw tonight, he does put pressure on the paint even when he doesn't have the ball, just as a, hey, we can't let this guy just hang out there. He'll rebound, he'll post, whatever. So you have a little gravity, and then tonight you get Faku having a very nice game, and he looks very comfortable out there. So is this more to do with the fact that it was the Detroit Pistons who were missing half their team, so their second string was really the third string, or is this bench more a much more coherent Faku lineup than we've seen? TBD, right? We can't have this answer <laughs> until we separate. Like They okay. did just play a bad team. For however poorly the Nuggets played or well the Pistons played, close it was in the end, that's not a good team. Faku tends to eat those teams for lunch. I also agree with everything you've said, at least on paper, right, about Forbes is a shooter. Zeke is a shooter. Cousins is an actual big. Yeah. Uh, I, I, every guy on that bench unit has been a victim of that bench's construction. However poorly they've played individually. So it's definitely something to keep an eye on. It might There might be something there. But we do have to pump the brakes and say we got to see it against someone else before we get excited, you know. For sure, the like saying the bench has had a construction is like misleading. It's been just like there's the starters and then they just kind of throw whatever's people. left yeah. on the floor sure. at the same time and tell them to figure it out. Tonight felt like intentional. Like players were intentionally put together. They, they were right. selected as opposed to left. And um, you know. Uh, just considering where we were last game, where the thought of Faku Composo was so incendiary that it literally caused a rift between the United States and Argentina. Um, <laughs> this was a fantastic game by Faku because he just played within himself. Uh, he played well uh, by the standards that he wasn't, you know, just sort of like in confusing situations that you were you could point to him to be the is what the problem was it's like this is what you want like this is what you want from faku like you want like situational usage where it makes sense he can get the ball to other people he can facilitate but he's not like uh being just relied upon to be a defender first off that's always the problem so you know like we won't dwell on it but faku had a good game he had a good game here's the flip side of it monte going to the bench earlier 
now. This rotation means Faku comes on more because that's where the sub is. So Faku, I would guess, played more minutes. Just why I would have to go back and look at the rotation, but played more minutes with Jokic tonight than typical. Um, so I'm kind of curious to see because I don't know if I, I love that. Yeah, me I either. don't love that. Yeah, I don't either. feel like that maximizes Jokic's minutes. So it went well. They got away with it tonight in that second time. But here's the other with, really interesting thing to start to think about. So Jeff Green is going to go back into the starting lineup when he's available. So that means that Austin Rivers goes back to the bench. Does he or play? Back to the, yeah. or, or does he not play at all? I don't know. That's a, that's a question to be determined. And then the same thing goes for Bones Highland and Jamichael Green, both of whom should be back before too long. I mean, honestly, on this road trip, maybe as soon as on Tuesday. So vote. What does the bench lineup That's look like when everybody's healthy, based on what you saw tonight? That's Who's definitely playing? Jesus. I mean, Faku's in, right? He's just a lock. Like, that's he's a part of this rotation. I can't imagine him not being, whether he should or shouldn't. Um, Bones plays. Uh, man, Jeez. you're going out of a, a way different order than I, th I would have guessed. But okay, keep going. I, I like So Bones and Faku are the first in. I think so. Um... Forbes plays? Malone did say Forbes is going to play as soon as he was traded, as if it was like a determined... The, the four is the most confusing yep. to me. Not me. Really? I, I don't, think it's a lock. I don't okay. like the three guards, but I think he'll go back to it. <laughs> we just go tiny kings again. My God. I kind of think Jermichael Green maybe... I don't know if he should play. I'm telling you, he's my biggest lock. To be in. Michael Malone. You I know. We're talking I know, about. I know, man. Michael I, Malone is the first guy when we build the rotation. I think you're right, but I'm when I start to think about what I would like to see, mm. I think I like Zeke as a shooting four alongside Cousins more. I think you're right. Give me the locks. Who's like in it's order really of who hard. you think is most likely to be on that second unit? Everybody healthy. Which oh, I, I think okay. Is so up. if if in this ten day contract right. for Boogie Cousins yep. extends long enough so that we see the health of all of the bench come back. I think it's Boogie. I think He's it's J. Mike. Wow. Well, I did, it, this isn't like uh, okay. Okay. I just okay. five up. Okay. Boogie, J. Mike, Forbes, <laughs> Faku. Oh man, and this is like where it gets weird. It's like, does Bones get get run? I I think it's going to be a lot of situational stuff. Really? I Michael do. Malone is going to be a situational coach. I just think that he has a lot of, like, sort of uh, overlapping guys that, that could... Oh, what you, is this conversation a drag? A little bit. Like, when you start to think about it, because you get excited for this or that, and then you're like, hold on, Davon Reed, we're talking about how good he's been playing. Yeah, like, he's, he's probably out. I know. Weirdly, Reed seemed like an apparent lock as a Michael Malone guy, right. and he's kind of been a bubble guy on the right. rotation, and I that surprises me. Here's, it does, does oh, seem like Rivers is out. Uh, yeah, I think I think that might be right. It does seem that way to me. Here's what I would say is my opinion of the guy. I'm, I'm trying to put my Michael Malone brain in. I think Jermichael Green is the lock. He's just playing. He's on a big contract. He's two years. Like, the team's committed to him. He's playing. I think Faku's a lock. I think Malone has just shown. Like, Faku's his guy. He's a point guard. He's the only he's one that's a Laku. point guard. He's going to play. His Laku is locked. Uh, so those two are in. I think Bryn Forbes is a lock. They yeah, traded for him in the way Michael Malone has talked about him. Again, this is not who I think should be playing. This is what I think Malone's he's going to play. do. I, I think he should play. And I think Demarcus Cousins is a lock going forward, in part because I think Yoke's going to rest a game or two on this road trip. But I think he's also just in when he's healthy. And that leaves the three spot as the only spot. Is it Bones Highland? Is it Austin Rivers? Is it Davon Reed? I think it's Bones, but I would not be surprised at all if one, Bones struggles in that lineup because that's not a Bones lineup, and two, if he plays the first half and not a second half. If, a lot. Uh, yeah, I was just going to say, like, I can see a scenario when, when maybe 
there's a little bit of switching between Faku and Bones, maybe? Like, maybe Brynn and Bones? Dude, I don't know. I think what happens is that lineup doesn't work and Bones gets blamed for it. It's like, you're out of there. You <laughs> missed some assignments. You're, you're gone. So if, what, what would you like to see vote? What would be like if Brendan Vote was in charge of rotations? Um, I think if your best chance at winning a game right now uh, maybe it's maybe it's Forbes in at the two over Bones and Reed. Wow. But I don't like the idea of not giving Bones this runway. Right. Like, he's already been in the rotation. I think he's going to be good. I like the idea of playing Bones more. But when I think about it, do I love the three guards? No, I don't. To be to Michael Malone's credit, if that is to happen, like, Facundo Campazzo won a playoff series against Damian Lillard. He was a good player last year. Bones Island we haven't seen. Like... So if you start to think like this is no, we're not quite at the starting to look ahead to the playoffs, but you're almost there. Like it might, I don't know. If it was my preferred, what I would love to see Bones Highland at the one. Bryn Forbes will go with me too. Try the non fox Actually, you know what I would rather do? I'd go. I'd go Bones Highland at the one. Austin Rivers at the two. Davon Reed at the three. Zeke at the four, and Boogie at the five. I think that lineup has a lot of spacing, a lot of shooting, and I, I think it has a chance. I it's like not going to happen though. I like that one, but give me Forbes over Rivers. I, I, you need one defender between Bones and Rivers. That's Sorry, a great point. Bones and Bryn, I think, would just get absolutely destroyed. If you have DeMarcus Cousins on the court, they're just running pick and roll, and it's DeMarcus with Bryn or DeMarcus and Bones every single time. It's tough. This is a difficult exercise. It's a really difficult exercise. The story of the Denver Nuggets 2021-22 uh, season. Uh, let's take a break. On the other side, guys, we'll wrap up. We still have to talk about some of the starters. We'll take some super chats. We'll talk to Harrison Wind. We'll go around the association. <laughs> Man, vote has a tough around the association coming up. Uh, uh, no, I don't. I'm just going to pretend I don't see it. <laughs> no idea what you're talking about. Uh, Light Shade is Colorado's Ooh. premier dispensary. And one of the things you can get at Light Shade, well, first of all, one of the 11 Colorado Light Shade locations. All over, baby. Is Wana. And Wana products are uh, great for helping you sleep if you need to catch up on some shut eye after the big game. Like maybe Yokus just gave the Clippers 50 and you can't sleep or nope. whatever. Just like some other hypothetical situation. Over the counter pharmaceuticals knock you out with powerful drugs that leave you in a fog. Wana Optimal's fastest sleep gummies offer a, offer a holistic plant based solution that tackles the root causes of sleeplessness like stress and pain. So you can get Wana at Lightshade. And if you want to get a good deal at Wana at Lightshade, Go to Lightshade and use code DNVR. It's a great deal. You're going to get 25% off. Not that one time, Eric, or the second time. No, that's got to be only the two, two one time. Every time. What? Every time you go in there, they're going to give you 25% off your entire order. So you'd be a fool not to take advantage of that. Go to Lightshade. Use code DNVR. Then the Colorado Raptors are now, or the Colorado XOs are now the Colorado Raptors. Team of crossover athletes that come from a variety of backgrounds of professional sports. They are now trying their hand at rugby. And they play in Glendale, Rugbyville, USA, right here in Colorado. So really, really fun way to get to know the game. Um, you may not realize that you're in a great spot as an American to get to know rugby when you live right here in, in Colorado. Those games are free. You can also catch them. They're streamed. So check out the Colorado Raptors, man. Check them out. Rugby is a, a fun game. And if you want to, if you find you're hooked, check out the DNVR Rugby Podcast hosted by Colton Strickler. He does a great job. He does do a great job. We good? Back here, final segment. Don't forget, guys, Saturday, 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 live podcast. Do you want to meet D-Line and vote and myself, maybe? 
and uh, come play Family Feud. That's one of the games we're going to be playing. A little Family no, Feud. No, no, we, I don't think we can we can legally call it that. Fa- family I think Feud. Call, I think we're calling it Family Feud. Family Feud. Excuse <laughs> I like me, that. I misspoke there for a moment. <laughs> uh, be on online with D-Line. What other games we got going on? Should we not tease them all? I guess. Uh, we're bare knuckle boxing. Bare knuckle boxing. That's right. We're playing tummy sticks for a while. Yeah, yeah. and uh, chicken fights. Chicken fights, wow. Between people. Is that part regulated or no? Is it, uh, oh, this, 100% of this unregulated. This is gonna, you, can, gonna, uh, you can knock Eric into a tank of Rakia. Oh, oh wow. yeah, that dude. would be a great one. Yeah, if you can throw the basketball the full length of the court like Jokic, <laughs> you can knock me into a tank of Rakia. That would be a fun <laughs> game, wouldn't it? Yeah, it'd be amazing. To watch Jokic me dissolve. Pass. Just to watch me dissolve <laughs> like the end of, <laughs> the end of um, like Breaking Indiana Bad Jones. Indiana, oh, yeah, Indiana Jones. <laughs> Uh, all right, third segment here. We got a couple players still to talk to about yet. Uh, we mentioned Will Barton, so we'll just briefly. I I like the Will Barton we got tonight. He does look, and we've talked about this since the first ten games. His cross court like closeout speed is very slow. He's very slow off the blocks. He can't change directions. And can't change directions. Like I, I, maybe this is the new Will, but he does go for fourteen six and five. Made the best defensive play, maybe the play of the game, but switching out onto Corey Joseph, getting a stop, not just a stop, but a steal. Um, and like I said, five assists. He had a couple to yoke that were like, it's exactly. The game is so easy, you guys. This game is so easy. You know what the game is? Be enough guy. of a threat that the defense has to react. That's right. And then throw it back to you. If they don't react, score. And if they do react even a little bit, just give it back to Yoke. He'll make some disgusting little seven foot one arm thing. Will does that just about as good as anyone on the team not named Jamal. I'm glad you highlighted that because with that as really the foundation of the take. I think last three, four games, Will Barton's heading in the right direction offensively. I do. 14, 6, and 5 is a good game. It's a really good game. 50% from the field, 40% from three. Not a great defensive night until he makes the biggest defensive play of the game. So that's a really good game, and I thought the last three games Barton's performances have been defined by doing a much better job of getting Jokic the ball. And to your point, not just getting him the ball, but doing the work to make sure that it's in an advantageous position. The defense can't just recover and double. I think it's been a much better Barton offensively. Not those 26-point to 30-point games maybe we wanted to see in the beginning of the year. But I like his approach right now. D-Line, is there anything from Aaron Gordon's game tonight? 13 points, 4 rebounds, 3 assists to steal. Anything that stood out? He scored 10 in the first half. Like, he really came out uh, as we expected him to to sort of dominate his his matchup. And then he kind of just disappeared and got uh, really tight. And he shot a pretty bad three at the end like i just want to see aaron gordon be aaron gordon like the the aaron gordon that we know we have when he he like Jokic can be physically intimidating and dominating when he wants to be he is like a he's a weird thing where he is like he's maybe too chill of a bro you know what i mean like (laughs) sometimes he's like all man what's why am i harsh in the mail over here like why don't i I should be more of a chill bro, but I don't want him to be a chill bro. I want him to be, I want him to harsh that Mel <laughs> all the time. He's got it. And he, he, it's just weird. Like it's really interesting to, to learn about players over the course of a season and just understand their tendencies, uh, you know, errantly analyze their psychology and just like figure out like what it is that makes them tick. And Aaron Gordon is a weird guy, man. Like you just never quite know him. what you're going to, I mean, I love him too, but you just don't quite know what you're going to get out of him. I love Aaron Gordon because I think he's a really good Jokic player, and I like just his fit on this team of this or that. But I also like – he's got, like, the Wilson Chandler thing to him, too. Like, I loved Wilson Chandler because I just thought he was interesting. Just find him interesting. The same with Aaron Gordon. I just find him interesting, man. I just like him. I like his whole vibe. Let me ask you, were you guys um, impressed with Cade Cunningham tonight? Yes. Yes. The first look at him? 
Yes, he's, he's he's a big guy, man. He's like Aaron Gordon's build. He's a really big guy. Or size. He's uh, he does not look like a rookie in any way. He's super confident. He was shooting mid ranges. He was shooting long range shots. He was driving like uh, he. Aaron Gordon drew him defensively for a lot of the game, or or at least he got moved onto him at yeah, some point. Uh, Aaron Gordon defended him well, but like he, it was pretty amazing. Like that that did not look like a rookie to me. What about Rodney Magruder? Yep, did you guys have a little bit of sadness seeing Magruder <laughs> knock down some threes? I'm re- yeah. I am genuinely glad he didn't score 19 points tonight. Off the bench, <laughs> That's true. I'll tell you that he only had six on two threes. I think I I think this is a good bull trade. The second one, I think that first bull trade was pretty good. It's a little good, and PJ would have still been around. The vibes yeah. maybe just a little bit but better. Hey, hey, we'll see. I like the Forbes edition. I do. Yeah, yeah Forbes looked really good tonight. Forbes. Made me not. I didn't even notice uh, Rodney Magruder. I love that we're like Magruder, man. He looked awesome. He had six. But Bryn Forbes had twelve. I know. Bryn Forbes looked great. <laughs> he also had two threes. Yeah, he, he, was, he was our lock of the night. He, like we're so lame. Yeah. <laughs> First off, you're lame. You I guys, I set you up. I expected you to be better. Kate uh, belongs physically. That was my big note. Physically, oh, you're oh, just like, oh, this is an the, NBA. Player the funny thing is, I would, me and Eric were talking about this earlier. Like. He, I, this is we're gonna look back at these photos the way we look back at rookie LeBron, where we're like, man, look how little he was. Yeah, because he has a great frame on him. You're right, he looks big, but he also is going to get even bigger. He's gonna get pretty jacked, I think. Uh, Austin Rivers tonight played 34 minutes, which is a lot of minutes. He has the weirdest role on the team. You're either starting and playing 34 minutes, or you're not playing at all. Uh, tonight he played the 34 minutes. He came up big in the second half, and he came up big in particular. He hit a big three. But before he hit the big three, he drove to the basket on, like, a attack to close out. And to me, that might be the key for Austin Rivers. Get to the rim two or three times before you take three-pointers. Or just whatever you do, make it quick. Yeah, quick decision-making windows or move the ball. That's it. I feel like every time he's decisive, I'm like, oh, you look pretty good. Yeah. Man, his shooting in the first half was terrible. He I, At one point after he missed his, like, third three in a row, he was, like, very noticeably angry. He was uh, you know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, like in in the same way that he thanks God when he finally makes one. I believe he was cursing God for missing <laughs> all of these shots, uh, and it worked. God uh, allowed him to make shots in the, the second. But I mean, Austin Rivers is it is funny. Like whenever it gets to him, it just every goddamn time that like shake that mm. shake thing. Yeah, you're yeah. Like, he's never want to see it again, bro. Don't do that. Yeah, he's like, never, how do you not? Uh, whatever. I never want to see it again. All right, let's hit some super chats, <laughs> Kale. I hear we have ten of them tonight. <laughs> Ten super chats, pretty good. Pretty, pretty good. good. Rob yeah. says altitude commentary said hot to trot tonight. Was that a nod to DNVR? I would hope so. Oh, oh man, definitely Vic. not. <laughs> definitely not. Was, if it was Vic, did maybe. He say, did maybe. he say Jokic hot to trot? Did he say Jokic is hot to trot tonight? Can we, can we bring the sexy oh, actually, chart up? Yeah. Do we, have that? we need a sexy meter here for Jokic oh, well, tonight. That's a good way How was Jokic tonight? Man, How sexy? I, oh, man. Oh, Jokic was I, hot to trot. I'm gonna call it a sambor smolder, but you thought it was a sambor smolder. I thought it was a sambor smolder, but I'll tell you what. It was close. It was. Yeah, it was close. Right the, to, yeah, right on the. It almost went a little, all the way to the edge. Whatever. Dude, I listen. For me, he's uh, he's in the red. You never want a race car to be in the red, but Jokic tonight wow. hot to trot. Hot <laughs> to trot. All right, what else we got? Augustine says. Vote, you gave up. That's right. Noted Faku hater Brendan Vote. You left Faku <laughs> alone when he needed you the most. Being a tiny king like Faku, you followed stats instead of I got to say, with that I last missed Dev. Wow, what a super chat. Super chats are just so you can insult us and we'll read them. Particularly well, me, insult apparently. Insult, de- insult uh, Vote. Mention that the show's not as good because Dev's not here. Dev's at home right now. Hey, just going. I gotta say, I gotta <laughs> say, wait, those, is this from Dev? <laughs> it's actually from Dev. <laughs> those Faku things I said, 
That was my eyes. I saw the triple team. So it wasn't the stats, but um, good to yeah. see him play well. I love it. I love it. Come um, on. You know I love it. Hey, Argentina. he paid to yell at you, man. You Come just on. take it. All right, what else we get? <sighs> I need a new job. It's so funny how much this pains <laughs> that it paid. That last show really broke vote, you guys. Oh, knows. dude. It, the, <laughs> like, it was, we were laughing. It was fun. Ha-ha. <laughs> <laughs> Even though vote was completely disheveled, he never. I don't know if you we were watching. His arms didn't leave this position the entire <laughs> show. He was just allowing the hate to flow through him. Oh, and then so um, in the slack later on, it was clear that it truly broke his spirit. <laughs> Poor vote. Tough, tough times, man. Tough scenes. Tonight tough was much scene. better. Was much Jay better. Weaver says Jokic gets no calls as an MVP. What's the bias? I mean, people ask us all. We're playing the hits here. Man, there are some frustrating ones. There are some frustrating ones. He's just got to learn. He's got to figure it out. He did get to the line ten times. I'm not going to totally complain, but I do feel like he could have gotten the line like four or five. Well, six I mean, more. you know, like he was being aggressive, and he got rewarded sometimes, and not rewarded other times. Michael Malone was as apoplectic as he could possibly. Do we have the Malanger meter? The Malanger meter, <laughs> uh, very Malanger. We don't have that. Uh, but he was beside himself because he, like you, doesn't understand what it takes to get a foul called on Nikola Jokic consistently in this right. league because Jokic can be punched, pushed, th- shoved, um, tripped. What else have we seen happen to Jokic where a foul did not uh, come from? Uh, uh, skin removed from his arm? Was he stabbed yeah. at some stabbed, point? Stabbed, <laughs> yeah. Stabbed. Was that game where they shot him in the face? There <laughs> was no the stabbings call. that are the worst. All right, what else do we have? I <laughs> uh, don't know how to read that name. It says the three Mahomes- three card. 303, oh, there it is. Yeah, I got it. The Mahomes jersey lady sitting courtside desecrated the vibes, causing the fourth quarter letdown. Lifetime ban. Strong agree. I mean, you know what? I wonder. I wonder if if that lady needs attention. It seemed like she wanted us to look Can at her. Can I actually her. tell she, you? Yeah, she seemed like she really wanted everybody's attention. Can I tell you who desecrated the vibes in a way that I don't know that I can look past? Mitchell. Mitchell. Let's do it. Oh, Mitchell. Man. Let's do it. Big market. Mitchell. Mitchell. Casey, not really big bet, market. Made a bet, including a Casey win, and was... Audibly oh. cheering for Casey in the bar. I was disgusted. I thought I had a friend. I only have an enemy. Um, he is fired. No more uh, shirts will be going out. Sorry. So lame. So lame. What else we got? Danny says, with all the Faku hate recently, it has really shifted the scapegoat of the team away from Barton. Barton had a great game tonight, and it was cool to see Ball Arena react to positively the thrill again. To throw or react positively to throw again. Ooh, you know that's awesome. I like that. Note. Yeah, I, I didn't know that. Good note, From Danny. watching it, didn't you know? Didn't catch that. The, but I will say this. You know what really warmed my heart? I don't remember what game it was, man. Actually, I think I do know. It was oh, the Utah game. Okay, it was because I was at the arena along with the party bus. The Will Barton made an and one, and like the crowd starts going crazy, and he walked over to the crowd and high fived a few people, and I just hadn't seen that for a while, and I was yeah, kind of like. It like warmed my heart so much, I you know. guys. Because Will is uh, dope. He is the longest. I I at, at DNVR. I am the Chiefs vibes officer. I am the CBO. That's true. Uh, That's on your business card. Yeah, I, I've not designed it yet, but it is going to be on there. And Will Barton is the heart and vibes of the squad. Like when he, he, when things are going well, and and Will is like, you know, happy, and he, you know, it, it does. Everyone isn't screaming at him like. <laughs> You can just feel it. Like he is a he's a player that is pure heart. That's and like you, DMVR. I know. And when you're happy and not everyone's yelling at you, you're like a really big part of what we do. Here. I don't know when that is though. Like yeah, the, the, true. The, the, we've turned a corner here, at DMVR. All the same, like I love it too. I love to see. I mean, he's a he is the the, the vibes indicator of the squad, wouldn't you say? Uh, yes, absolutely. Okay. 
He's the heart and soul, man. He really has been. Heart, heartbeat, I think, is the thing. I'm serious, man. I'm encouraged by the thrill of the last few games. I'm, me I'm too. Part of me wonders Played if he's well, coasting well, into the playoffs, man. Like, I really do think physically. If I, it's just like, get I healthy. I've never done be. it. I've never been healthy. Dude, okay. So he has that split. He lands awkwardly. I know everyone said he was hurt for a month um, but when he was never on the injury report. I don't think he was hurt. But I do think he went, whoa. Yeah, yeah. And then he got sick. And then he thought, you know, 82 games is a lot of games to play defense and drive to the rim and get six rebounds. We'll see. But maybe maybe he's just lower gear. Jack Bailey says, did Boogie play one minute with Jokic? No, he did not. I don't expect him to, honestly, man. There's so many guys. We keep talking about these lineup combos that that one just seems like such a, like, it just seems. I mean, I would love to see it, but I just don't think we're going to see it, guys. I really don't. If he gets signed for the rest of the season, like if he gets an actual roster spot, maybe we'll see it then. But 10 yeah. days, I don't. I don't think we'll see it. What else we get? Uh, Brandon says, any idea who Boogie was talking shit to at the end? He brings a swagger the <laughs> team probably, is lacking. He's probably Jokic. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's like, he's like, he just can't. He's like, oh, wow, I was way off <laughs> on that. Really good. Um, I, didn't, I didn't see that. So I did I not. Um, you know what? Well, Derek? he did also get a double tag, so one game, one tag. Like, tag in one game. <laughs> so I was called Boogie. Hell yeah, dude. He does dude I don't know if I have the heart for the Boogie experience. <laughs> hey, man, I, I do agree that he brings a little bit of, like, toughness. I mean, it can be a positive or a negative sort of swagger. I don't know what you call it. I don't, but I don't mind it. I don't mind having one dude who's, yeah, like, kind sure. of a... A push back, not push over. I want th- this. This was not the best of games from Boogie, but it, it was. You know, like I said, the second unit had a good game, so that's sure. really yeah. Important. And I think he had a big part of that. So, so yeah, we'll it's unrealistic to think he would have a good game this game. Yeah. All right. What do we got? Edward says, uh, "Gary Harris floater greater than Boogie pouting." All right. That's a weird two things to mash up. Huh. That's a really interesting smash. Um, Gary Harris floaters better than Boogie Pouty. Boogie does have that. You're right. Because he brings a swagger, but he also brings he like a little pouty, pouty face. When he's like, when he like, from like somebody gets second. caught in his arm, he goes against you. And you're like, normally I'd, I'd be like, oh, eat it, Boogie. But now I'm like, here's a pretty good point. Rep, 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 resting bitch face is a drag. It's man. tough. Like, to, you know, it is tough because there are people it that. It kills me on this I, got, show. I have RGF, dude. What's that? Resting giggle face. You do have resting yeah. giggle face. <laughs> <laughs> Eric's like, avatar that he drew for himself <laughs> is him like get laughing. <laughs> so appropriate. So appropriate. Hey, Eric, right. Are you crying or, or giggling? He's like, I don't know. <laughs> well, Josh, Josh from Down Under says, Joko was like a 350. I can't even do it. A 350 chef in second gear tonight. That was Australian. I read that in. Did you, was it? That was Australian. That was an Australian like accent. The, the, greatest, good, the greatest way to accept money from our viewers <laughs> is to insult them culturally. That That's wasn't good. an insult. That <laughs> no, Flattery is the highest form of imitation. Was that a flattering uh, accent you just did? No. I was imitating him. Imitation is the greatest form of flattery. There it is. <laughs> Nailed it. What else we got? Chilo says, assuming everyone comes back, prayer hands, what do you think the playoff rotation oh, dude, will be? I don't even know what the Bro, we just screwed up is. trying to think of what Tuesday's rotation is going to be. So <laughs> that's too hard, man. I mean, we'll, we'll tackle that. I, I, I appreciate the super chat. We will tackle yeah, that. But question. like, maybe tomorrow. Talking about it now, yeah. man, it's just, it, it's, it's too yeah, much. Uh, Kel, too refund much. that super chat. <laughs> uh, Jeremy says, Davon Reed is a joke. A jote, a jack of all, all trades. Jote! That sounds like a slur. Jote? It's, it's all, you see, yeah, I'm just, like, I don't like that. I don't know. I like also it, also sounds like jack off all trades. Oh, yeah. oh, I like it even more now. <laughs> he has a jack off all trades. 
Did you guys catch me on the Mort cast recently? Nope. <laughs> I, 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 I know what you're referencing here. Um, we're waiting for Harrison. DeMarcus Cousins is talking right now. Once he wraps up, Harrison will be joining us. But while we waste a little bit of time in the interim, we are going to go oh. around the association. Oh. Way less exciting tonight. I know. It's a bummer one, so we'll be quick here. Um, the Knicks beat the Clippers. Oh, that's that's good. good for us, guys. That's, that's really good for us. Give me high five about that, Eric. Uh, Reggie Jackson scored some points. R.J. Barrett scored a few more points. But more importantly, the Clippers are starting to really fall off. Thank God, man. Win. Clippers are going to be a playing team, man. They're going to be a playing. I think it's a – I'm calling it. Dude, they shouldn't be anywhere near the playoffs. They're uh, – whatever. They've had a really cursed year. Yes. As much, if not more, than the they, Nuggets. The, the Clippers – They're I the only we, team. I thought we were going to be, but the Clippers are truly last year's Warriors. They're a great – Ty Lue season away from being in much worse. That's so true. Are. They would be like yeah. the Sacramento level, but they're a playing team. There's going to be a playing team. See how they go. Also, really sucks for all the other teams in the play. Like you got to go through the Clippers. They'll be good by the time Paul George comes back. Um, the Celtics. Oh God, I hate to do this. They beat the Wizards, and yeah, boy, Jason Tatum. Do you want to say it? Doesn't count actually. But uh, no, I don't. I don't want to read it. Fifty-one <laughs> points, ten Whoa! rebounds, seven assists. Those are Jokic numbers, boys. Dude, are these the, is this the two consecutive worst days for vote? On One the show? turnover. Holy shit, that's a really good game. That is a really good game. He goes nine of fourteen from three. Has three ball going. It's funny if somebody. I think it was Wob posted this. He was like zero for four, zero for five, zero for seven from three in his three previous games. Then goes nine. Oh, he was one of twenty-three in his really? last twenty-three. He attempts. broke out of it all People at once. People have been tagging me. In Man, everything. we almost we, vote and I were talking about. We were going to tweet out a like. Uh, Jason Tatum is just Kyle Kuzma with a green light, and then he plays Kuzma and just murders him. So, like, really Listen, glad we didn't do that. This is for the best because if Kuzma had outplayed him tonight, I would have sent some undeletable tweets that I would never <laughs> be able to. Jeremy says it's a 2K build joke. The type of 2K player you can build. Jack, Jack, Jack of all trades. Oh, okay. Still all right, like gotcha. Hey, we play but... video games on over here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> very digital. Wow. <laughs> That really, we don't really uh, to the Heat beat the Lakers. Oh man, the Lakers! Dude, let's suck. Go. Oh my God, they lost to the Heat. Oh, we're never gonna get this battle of LA. I mean, we will. Oh, the playing game. The playing game. Oh my God, can you imagine? If oh my the, God, if Kawhi comes back and has a chance to knock them out. Oh my goodness. Hold on, guys. That just got exciting. <laughs> Kale, go to break. Holy my God, Adam's a, Adam's got a joke <laughs> over here. <laughs> A By the way, you long. just joked Kale go to break, and I went, "Oh shit!" What <laughs> the, Pavlov, the Magic beat the Bulls. Um, poor Bulls, they lost Caruso. Did you guys see that BS yes. hard foul though the other way? By Grayson Allen. Grayson Allen, man, how does he like? He only got a one game suspension. Well, he should get the benefit of the doubt. That's what I was gonna say. Is like <laughs> the the Bucks are are uh, they're everybody's like, "Oh come on, man, he's a good guy." Or this and that's like, no, man, that guy. I don't know if he's a good guy. Not a good guy. I think we know he's actually not. At least he smirked when he got ejected. That made it better. That guy. Uh, The Trailblazers beat the Raptors. What a a bummer that one is. I don't really have anything on it. Poor Raptors. Um, But the Trailblazers win. I guess I don't care. The Blazers are down so bad that they're a playing team, too, at best. Ooh, Adam, your boys. Your boys had a good game, though. Who's that? The Minnesotas. Why do you think I like Minnesota? Because you said they were good. Oh, wind is here. Thank God. Uh, I mean, uh, hold on. Let's finish off the association here. The Hawks beat the Hornets. The 76ers beat the Spurs. Joel Embiid played. He had 38, 12, and 6. Pretty good game. Pretty good. Uh, dominated Jakob Pertl. Uh The Grizzlies lost to the Mavs. How did the Mavs keep doing this? They can't keep getting away with it. They're not good. They might be good. They might be good, and I don't get it. Uh, the Timberwolves beat the Nets. 
D'Angelo Russell is the high point scorer there, 23 and 10. And then the Warriors beat the Jazz. Wow. And I hear tale that Gobert may have gotten injured. Oh, no. Are you like serious? That. I read it in the chat. Gobert got hurt, huh? Well, I don't know. I have no idea. We'll have to get updated on that. I get all of later. my news All from right. the chat. Around the association is over. Let's go back to Ball Arena where oh, one Harrison is. Wind is reporting live. Ooh, cardigan Wind. Cardigan Wind is in the house. <laughs> wind, how was Carter the wind. debut of one Boogie Cousins? It was eventful. It, it was very eventful. Um, I just got to cut to the chase. I got flamed for my cardigan in the post-game presser. I don't know if the chat was talking. <laughs> what? No, I don't know if awesome. you guys heard. That's awesome. I got called out for my cardigan. For what? <laughs> by who? First of all, by who? And what was said? You know who. <laughs> it was by Michael Malone. And I think he was making a Mr. Rogers comparison. Oh, Wow. Pull yeah. up the Mr. Rogers picture. Find one with him it in a was cardigan. A, it was a beautiful day in the neighborhood. That's for sure. <laughs> wow. That's awesome. Is, that, is, that, what, is, is that what Malone says? It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood with? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Holy shit. You don't Coach recover from that. Coach man. of the year. You don't recover from that. <laughs> all I got to say is. Oh, my I'm goodness. Look at this. Yeah. All I got to say is I'm 2-0 wearing the cardigan. That's oh. All right. Well, yeah. Put that Nuggets in your pipe. 2-0 with the cardigan. Uh, man, well, down bad. You're down real bad. Um, <laughs> all right, so uh, take us inside the arena. Take us inside the post game. Uh, what do you want to share? Uh, well, I guess we'll start with Michael Malone. He was in a, a real chipper mood tonight, as, <laughs> as you can probably tell, just firing off jokes left and right. Um, but he was talking about, of course, Demarcus Cousins. Um, I feel like that was probably the biggest storyline tonight. Him his debut and the Nuggets bench looking competent. And, you know, Malone was talking about his relationship with the Marcus and uh, he said, look, I know what this guy's been through. Um, after playing really well in Milwaukee, he was just sitting at home waiting for a call. And then Malone said, I don't know if people were scared of him or what. I'm not scared of him. Uh, I love him. And uh, I'm really happy he's on this team. Malone and Cousins, I don't know if you guys saw, they had this embrace at the third quarter buzzer. Like, Boogie had a really rough first half. I thought I did some better things in the second half, but then right when the third quarter ended, like, they went over to the bench, Cousins went over to the bench, and he and Malone, like, embraced. And it was this, it was this really cool moment. But uh, Malone was, was talking about that there, too. So um, nice. Malone and his it was hugs. cool. It Malone, was it's really hugger. cool to see those two back together. All right. I'll ever get a hug from Malone. No. Okay. Yeah, I don't. No. Okay. I don't yeah, actually, that I, I actually will. feel that same way. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead, Harrison. Yeah. Uh, Malone also <laughs> shouted out the rest of the bench. He thought Zeke played really well tonight. Gave Davon Reed a shout. Um, he said that group, the bench group, it's got to be dirty. It's got to be nasty. It's got to get stops and then get out and run. That group can't just be about whether they're making shots or not. You know, they got to play defense, get stops, and, and get out and run, and that's what they did today. Okay. Um, Austin Rivers had a nice night tonight. We talked with him in the post game, which it's always a treat to talk to Austin Rivers. But Malone and Austin. so much. <laughs> yeah, he's, he just totally gets the media thing. It's, it's incredible. Like, more players should take cues from him. Uh, but – uh, Malone was talking about how, you know, he had a chat with Rivers recently about, look, he might be in the rotation one night, he might be out of the rotation one night. 
They've got Bryn Forbes in here now. Sure enough, tonight, Austin Rivers starts, <laughs> and um, Malone pretty much just said they had an honest conversation about that, and, you know, he tries to do that with all his players. Honest conversation, and then he gets the start. I bet it also makes sense. Like, who else was going to start yeah, tonight? I mean, come on. For sure. Rivers is in that, that really classic spot where um, he makes uh, most sense out of the rotation or starting. Or, yeah. or in one or the, the highest leverage. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it's the Dante Jones phenomenon. For sure. <laughs> uh, so, like, we also asked Rivers about that chat, and Rivers also, like, shed a lot of light on it, actually. He was saying how, look, we both went over things that we both have done wrong, things that we both have done right, things that he can do to help me, things that I can do to help him. And so Rivers just said it was really honest. And then Austin had this great quote. He goes, I'm a pro, bro. I'm a pro, bro. That's the way. That's Wind how I. That. That's how I announce I'm a pro to people. I'm a pro, bro. Be like, bro, yeah, bro. It was kind I'm of pro. I was like, look, I've been through this before. I've been a starter on teams. I've been a bench warmer. I've been out of the league. I've been fighting for minutes on a lot of different teams by now. Okay. I'm a pro, bro. Uh, I'm a pro, well, bro. <laughs> all right. Or was he saying I'm a pro, bro? Like he's like, a professional I'm bro. A pro. Professional. <laughs> Keep it moving, Harrison. We got to get out of here. The giggler is killing me. Austin also was just flaming the Pistons in his post-game presser. What? He what? was talking about how, um, well, kind of flaming them without really trying to flame them. Let me explain. He was talking about how, like, it's tough sometimes to play against bad teams because – these are his words. They don't have anything to play for. They're not going to the playoffs. They have guys trying to get contracts and get new deals and make money and fighting for their lives. What's the worst they're going to do? Lose? That's what they've been doing for most of the season. So I, I think that's a, a little bit of insight onto why you know teams sometimes struggle with under 500 teams, like Denver did tonight for a lot of this one. All righty. Okay. What else? Um, I asked Austin about like what goes through his head when the Nuggets trade for Bryn Forbes, guy who plays the same position, Good question. guy who he's probably competing with for playing time. And Austin, I don't know if he was being 100% truthful with this. He said he liked the move because they both do different things. I think this is correct. Like Austin's more of a defender. He's a little taller. He's a little longer. Bryn Forbes, obviously, a shooter. So they do different things. But um, Austin said, you know, he liked the move. And um, he, he's really excited for Bryn Forbes to be here. Hmm. All righty. Oh, <laughs> uh, we also talked with DeMarcus Cousins tonight. Oh, wow. He was asked how he felt, you know, not playing since his 10-day contract ended with Milwaukee and making his debut tonight. He said he felt like he had – Two cement blocks on his feet. <laughs> he kind of looked like it, so I am uh, not surprised. <laughs> yeah. I really like this from Cousins. He was talking about his impressions of the Nuggets team, just what he thinks of this group. And he said, quote, so much potential. But we got a chance to do something special. Offense is not an issue at all for this team. It's all about defense. But it really sounds like he is – He's a believer in what this team can do and the ceiling that this team has. And, um, of course, he was talking about Michael Malone, his relationship with him and all that. And 
like Malone has kept in contact with DeMarcus Cousins since the Sacramento days. You know, I don't, I don't, I doubt he's kept in contact with any other players you know, that he coached that long ago, but he always had a special relationship with Cousins and he honestly like really, really cares about him as an individual. And Cousins pretty much just said like, that's genuine love, what we have between one another. And he said, I didn't think it was actually possible in this business, but it turns out it is. Have you, do you have any sense of if Boogie and Jokic have had any conversations or what that dynamic has been like in the few days they've spent together? Cousins was asked about him tonight and he just pretty much just said, he's a great player. He just keeps getting better and better. He does all the right things off the court as well. Um, So I think Cousins, you know, fully recognizes that Jokic is that guy. And it's funny because I actually asked Jokic after the last game a couple nights ago if he could ever see him and DeMarcus playing on the floor together on the floor together at the same time. He said no, like a pretty firm no. <laughs> cool. I, I that like that. that then. Yeah. I like that. I'm pretty yeah. shocked by that, to be honest. All right. Yeah, he gave a pretty firm no the other night. Okay. But I think DeMarcus knows his place on this team. He talked about that a bunch tonight, too, just coming in, doing whatever they need me to do, taking some of the young guys under my wing, teaching them some things about the game, about the league. I think he's kind of just bought into doing what he has to do on and off the court to try to get you know, a fully guaranteed contract for the rest of the year. It definitely seems like he wants one, and we're better than with Michael Ballone, so it'll be interesting. This is such an interesting audition period for DeMarcus Cousins. Yeah. And honestly, man, like, he looked awful in the first half. I thought in the second half he showed where he could bring value. I mean, he brings a level of physicality that the Nuggets just don't really have on on their roster. For sure. Like, the first thing I noticed about Cousins tonight was how good of screens he sets. And I think that says one thing about Cousins, but that also says a lot about the rest of the the Nuggets roster. Definitely. Definitely. And, and like, he gets into guys. He battles. He fights for every rebound. I don't think he looked good tonight. You know, he might not look great over the next 20 days, but – I think he has certain intangibles that this team is missing and that can really help. Yeah, I agree. I'm very curious for this experiment. It's a tough six-game road trip. It's basically the entirety of his 10-day, so we'll see. I mean, it's tough. And then they get an easy one. All right. Anything else? That's all I got. The Nuggets are about to go on a six-game road trip in nine days. A six-game, nine-day road trip. I'm pretty certain that's never happened in the league before. Awesome. That's yeah, cool. Sweet. That's it's really exciting. Record. That's really exciting. <laughs> um, all right. Well, Harrison, thanks so much for the report. Uh, get home safe. We'll see you uh, tomorrow. We do our show. Oh, he's out of here. So, all right. <laughs> Dude, he's so good at that. He is so good at that. He's, the, he's the dev of uh, he is the dev. He's the dev of this show. Um, <laughs> all right. Cue that outro music, Kale. <laughs> These shows always go like an hour 20. I just plan on an hour 20 now because of how long it takes everybody to get out of the shower. I know. Uh, do you think that Harrison could just like maybe drop a question like hey it seemed like you took a long time to get out of here to the <laughs> i would love that if somebody just started doing passive aggressive questions like hey first question yeah so really are, uh... first question 
Uh, do you think yours is the only time that matters? <laughs> well, I have a family. That's a statement. <laughs> uh, that's a statement. Sorry, it's all I can think of. All right, everybody, thanks for riding with us tonight on this Sunday and for this entire homestand. This was a fun one. Not last game, though. That was a little rough. That one was a little rough. Yeah, you four and two. That's four outstanding. And two. Four and two. Outstanding per Michael Malone. Par per Adam Mares. You guys determine what you Good. feel about it. Me, I thought I was... Uh, I thought it was above average. I got rated an average of 12 on Vibes in the chat earlier. Out of 100? I don't know. Unclear. <laughs> unclear. <laughs> like, well, you know, all right. 12 units of fun. <laughs> Thanks so much, everybody. Don't forget, become a DNVR member. Spend $5 a month. You support us. You keep us running. But also, you get access to all of our premium content. And then, of course, bookmark. If you're in town this Saturday, live, a live show. Very excited for it. Um, we have. We wish, we, when we started DNVR, remember this, Eric? We're like, we're going to be doing live shows yeah. all the time. We're going yeah, yeah, yeah. we to live like, with a panel guest. I know. And then we were like... Hey, let's watch Love is Blind because we're not allowed to touch people. Jesus. <laughs> we're not allowed to see anyone. <laughs> There's no sports. My parents moved in <laughs> for a while. Anyway, weird. Saturday, gunny sack race, uh, boiled egg nope, kill, challenge. Kill us. <laughs> if you're looking to go back to school, maybe finish up your undergrad degree, or maybe you've already gotten your undergrad, you're looking to go back to school and get another degree, MSU Denver Online is really the best option that you could ask for. Super affordable and they give you a great education. A lot of the teachers at MSU Denver Online actually work in the field that they're teaching. So it's a great networking opportunity as well. And like I said, it's really affordable. MSU Denver Online is also offering free application fees. So you can use DNVR Sports to waive your application fee at MSU Denver Online if you're signing up for maybe classes in the upcoming fall semester. So no matter what type of student you are, no matter what type of schedule you're working, check out MSU Denver online today. You can view their entire course list at msudenver.edu backslash online.